The following audio may not meet the recording standards you're used to from RPG Academy Network podcasts. Lawful and Orderly streams live on Twitch every Monday at 8pm Eastern, and this audio is pulled directly from our video. Send all complaints to michael at therpgacademy.com and join us on Mondays. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Lan Arcanum, the city of magic. At the nexus of three major ley lines, the city shimmers with magical energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. Luckily for the folks of Lan Arcanum, the High Guard take their jobs seriously. LAHG is comprised of many different divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most disturbing cases in Lan Arcanum. This is one such case. Today's episode, Dead Ringer. Uh, we open in the High Guard Keep uh, with Ellen, Bark, and KB. Um, currently standing uh, next to a stone statue that looks just like their uh, co-worker, uh, Mikhail Pavlovitskyevich. Um, although Mikhail is on leave to investigate the origins of the statue, he left it at the station for safekeeping. Uh, since it's technically enchanted as a soul jar, able to capture rogue spirits, and he figured not worth, not worth carrying that around. Uh, so they're just looking at it, trying to figure out like you know what to do with it. No, oh, um... And there's no coffee. It's, it's this weak tea is really terrible. Um, so Aaron, it's it's really it's really not Mikhail because it looks a lot like him. It's Aaron. Aaron reaches out and gives the the head a thump a few times. Says, "Would Mikhail ever ever let me do this? No, no. he would have broken my fingers by now." That's that's true. That's true. He he he'd have put the old thumb screws to you. That's that's that Mikhail. Well, yeah. I, and actually, with, at the mention of thumb screws, Aaron puts his hands away and stops stepping. Do you, do you think he can still be goalkeeper for our ball orb team? Yeah, you know, I I guess they wouldn't notice. We could. We could just get a, a spare white shirt and a, a jacket, and yeah. he'd probably block the goal as well as Mikhail would. Yeah. Uh, pa- pardon me, pardon me. Uh, oh. That uh, common investigative tactic, flicking statue. Uh, 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 you know, I, I guess this is the first time we've employed it, but it it could become common if if maybe other people were found to be identical to statues. So yeah, so it hasn't, con- confronted hasn't... with. Uh, unknown magical object flicking, perhaps yeah, physical uh, intervention of yeah, some po- sort. Poking, it's it's uh, related to poking. That's true. Mm. Bark is uh, really good at licking. That's uh, one of <laughs> Bark's signature moves. Oh, oh, hi, I- I'm Ilan, and and you are. Um, oh, pretend me not here. Pretend me not here. Me, me, me. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, oh, oh okay. Me just here to observe. And uh, and uh, that is when you hear a booming voice shouting out from her office, the chief. Twilson, brown feet, get in here and bring our guest with you. Oh, oh, I... Chief might mean you, mysterious stranger. Maybe you want to come. Uh, of course, of course. Uh, so you enter to the chief's office. Uh, she is in the form of a uh, shortish minotaur. Uh, complete with large gold nose ring and very broad horn that extend beyond her shoulders. Uh, this is her usual form, which means that she's in a bad mood. Uh, now, that, because she's usually in a bad mood, that's just how she is. 
Uh, she's standing behind her desk, quietly tapping her hoof. Uh, and sitting in a chair in front of her is Clara Caliano, the high priestess of the Church of Fashionology. Well, I see you've already met KB Bloodcrusher. I assume he's explained that uh, he'll be riding along with, uh, with you detectives on your, whatever your next case may be. Uh, again, uh, treat him, well, not again, treat him with, with respect and uh, pretend he's not here. Is that, is that correct, uh, Mr. Bloodcrusher? No, 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 yes, no yes, me, me, me just here to observe, me here to, to learn about process of high guard, me so honored to be riding along with brave uh, agents, is it? Operatives. We're, 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 we're officers. Are are you officers. really KB Bloodcrusher? Oh, well, yes, yes, me KB Bloodcrusher. No, not big deal. Me, well, me well. smash skull with bone club like everyone else. I I don't know if that's fair. I mean, I I I once tried out for for one of your productions, and uh, well, I have to say it didn't go well. I had to to leave town, but. Uh, uh, it's amazing. You're so prolific. Uh, you know, it, it really, it really just a question of dedication, uh, setting schedule for oneself and creating realistic goals. But, but, but me not here to talk about me, me here to observe and listen to you. Right. Sure. Okay. Uh, and with that, Clara, uh, sitting, uh, down stands up and in an exasperated voice says, the pendant of Gersachi has been stolen again. She turns uh, to KB, who she assumes doesn't know anything about it because she's making a, a very uh, racist judgment call. Uh, the pendant of Gersachi is the Church of Fashionology's most prized relic. We use its vast powers of illusion to supplement and accessorize our fashion ceremonies. Anyway, she turns back to the detectives. It was kept in a vault, but this morning the vault had a four-foot hole burned right through it, and that was enchanted steel. That didn't come cheap. I don't, I don't even know what could have burned through it. I am definitely calling the manufacturer and registering a complaint. But uh, you also have to find it, please. What? But I, I feel like yes. usually th there, there's a seeing stone involved, a crystal that, that has a vision in it, and... And then you'd, you'd show us somebody burning a hole through the vault? Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough if we don't have any clues like seeing who did it. That really does tend to help. Oh, uh, oh that, that's a good one for you, KB. You, you write that down. Seeing the crime happen makes solving it so much easier. Yeah, it really does. Seeing crime happen? Yeah. yeah me, yeah. Thought, me thought Highgard used deductive reasoning. No, it's, and... it's mostly visions. Here in the special visions unit, yeah, we, we usually get a vision from a seer that we all share and, and see some aspect at least of the crime. And, uh, and that usually helps us narrow who did it. Uh, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. You officers of high guard yeah. see actual crime committed yeah. and then just go out and collect criminal? Well, let's... There's a little more to it than that. Sometimes People... it takes a couple stops. And it, oh, those me visions... need to revisit whole script. Oh, I, I think it'll. You'll see. It's 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 pretty tough. Like those visions aren't admissible in court necessarily. So we still have to get evidence and confessions. And people yeah. really like to lie to us. And, and we almost well, always have to interview the person we convict. 
Mm. Well, officers, there hasn't been a vision today as far as uh, I, I've, I, no one has come to me with a vision. Uh, so this is going to be your case today. Uh, why don't you, and you've dealt with this relic before, so you're, you are already familiar with it. So why don't you, and then she's interrupted by a single knock on the door. And a, the, a familiar tall, Paul bald seer sweeps into the room. This is someone you work with very frequently, uh, who's often, often brings visions to the high guard. I have just had a vision of direst import. Oh, good. Phew. I, I thought today was going to be hard. Oh, that's good. Oh, Christopher Lloyd. So happy to see. No, that's not my name. I'm sure any of these detectives... Oh, you remind can... me of friend. You look and sound exactly like Christopher Lloyd. Interesting, because I've been told I sound like Richard Harris, but I suppose uh, different strokes for different folks. You know what's what's amazing is I've I've never heard, heard anyone call this guy by his name. He's just the seer, and it's Excuse it's amazing me, to think that he has a rich internal life. We we work together on an almost weekly basis. Are you telling me you don't know my name? No, I'm Wait. sorry. I just I've always thought of you as the the seer guy, and that's I kind of let you have your space. I thought it was a different seer every time. Now I'm confused. Are you? Oh, he I, looks I mean, extremely crestfallen. Oh. And uh, oh, a little. I'm sorry, old yeah. man. I mean, you're, no, you're, no, you're, your contributions are a very important part of the high guard. Without you, no. we, we would never be able to catch the criminals. No, no, let's just get to the. That's vision. not bode well for this current crime without <laughs> seer information. Perhaps my vision will be of help in your current predicament. Oh. And he places a crystal ball on the uh, pedestal in the middle of the room and. Uh, the chief gestures for everyone to place your hand, place their hands on the crystal ball. Uh, even Clara Caliano, who is not a detective, but goes <laughs> and puts her hand on the ball as well. And kind of, kind of my hand comes in. <laughs> yes. Uh, you are swept instantly to King's Park in the early hours of the morning. A familiar young man is walking, uh, walking his rounds through the beautiful grounds of the park. Amonetti, talented archer and newly appointed park ranger. Suddenly, a nebulous figure in a dark cloak, brandishing a long dagger, runs up and runs Ammon through. His scream is cut off, and he collapses to the ground. And the vision ends. Oh, oh no! Ammon! He was such a loyal friend. I'm, well, acquaintance. But, I mean, he was kind of a rookie. But, but I liked him at least half as well as I like you, Aaron, and that's a lot. That is a lot. And, uh, geez, I mean, he, he's an official park ranger. That's, that's murder of a city official. Yeah. And at that moment, Finwick Tassel, a rotund male goblin and infamously unscrupulous talent booker, oh. saunters in the into the room through the open door. <laughs> I hear this is the place to come if you have one of those vision things. The name's, he turns to KB, blood pressure. The name's Finwick Tassel, and I am the head of the most holy order of divinely inspired performers available at reasonable rates. Aaron, oh, me, 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 not here as part of Highguard. Me, merely here to observe. Well, I, I, well, you know what? Go ahead and take the card anyway, just uh, in case you Aaron, ever. Aaron snatches the card out of the out of his hand. Well, Wilson, it's all yours. I'd, I'd be happy to work with you. You know I would. But yeah, I had one of those vision things, and I, I thought I'd share it. And he pulls out a chunky, uh, dirty uh, crystal rock and puts it on the pedestal and knocks. Knocks the orb off and and the uh, the bald seer oh, catches it. <gasps> Tassel, since when do you deal in the seeing arts? Uh, well, uh, uh, this is my first vision, but I am the 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 high priest of the most holy uh, and noble order. And the chief consults her uh, 
a charter of approved seers. Well, Fenwick has never before reported a vision, but he is on the list. Oh. I suppose it's a little uh, uncommon for us to receive two visions on the same day, but well. Does that mean overtime, Cat Chief? Can no, can... it doesn't mean overtime. Oh. Round feet, just get it done. But wait, well, go ahead and uh, let's take a second. Oh. And she, right. Clara Caliano and uh, the Bald Seer, uh, and Fenwick, of course, and uh, Bark and. Dylan and KB and Marty and Aaron, I'll put your, I'll put your hands on the, the chunky crystal, and uh, you are swept into the dark. In the the early morning light filters in through the filthy windows, and it's just enough for you to recognize a warehouse in the Meatpackers District. A bland, slightly slack-jawed woman is taking a seat at the clerk's desk. You recognize Francine, who seems to be a clerk at everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, Suddenly, a nebulous figure in a dark cloak enters. The figure raises a throwing axe and hurls it into Francine's chest. She moans for a moment, uh, and then her body goes slack. And the vision ends abruptly. Well, uh, again, first vision. I don't know uh, if it's what you were expecting, but I figured uh, I'd come and share it in. And now, is there a, like a finder's fee, or uh, do I just bill the station? Uh, me have procedural question. Yeah. Shoot, buddy. Uh, gentleman Goblin, uh, member of Approved Sears, yet this is his first vision? Hey, I can't help it. I've not been, uh, I've not been head of the most holy order of uh, what was it? A divinely inspired performers available at reasonable rates uh, for a particularly long time. Uh, but I am the high priest, and I believe that does qualify me to receive visions. So somebody's uh, taking advantage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and how long you been in your position? Uh, about a month, maybe. What was the last? Mm-hmm. When was the last time I talked to you, Twelston? It was right after that. I had a big successful show, and I used the the funds to. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the show where you almost got those two poor halflings killed. No, nah, no, I don't. I don't remember it that way. But uh, yeah, oh. no, since since about sometime after that. And then Treefoot caught fire. I think that was a terrible show. <laughs> and. Uh, Suddenly the lights go out. Oh boy. In the room and it brightens and you find yourself in the floating in the depths of space. Uh, and all of you, including Finwick and the chief and Clara and the, uh, the, the seer who nobody knows his name. Uh, you find yourself uh, being, you all turn and you see a blindingly bright figure. Uh, and he addresses you. It is I, the great Zumanin Hans. Welcome. I've brought you before me to witness another of my most perfect visions. I have brought you all, you detectives, uh, you KB Rudcrusher, and you small goblin. Pretend you, me not here. Pretend me not here. Uh, silence! I will, I will ignore you. Very well, very well. Uh, but just prepare yourselves for a vision from Zumanin Hans. And uh, you, you enter... A lavish apartment. It's dark, but this even even with the, the the little light you can see from the from the gas uh, the low gas flame, uh, you can see this apartment is the pinnacle of style. You quickly realize why. Tommy No Fingers, uh, famed fashion designer and uh, and uh, famous person, uh, sits up in bed. His silk pajamas unwrinkled and more elegant than most people's formal wear. Suddenly, the curtains are thrown open. And you see a nebulous figure enter from the light of the faint early morning. 
They're carrying a long spear and they thrust it into Tommy's chest. His opponent grasp the spear, but too late. And Tommy collapses into his sheets. You have received a vision. Bear it well, and it shall take you. And then a square of white light opens in the depths of space. And you see Durango Broadbone, uh, half giant and retired high guard officer, who walks through it and closes the door behind him. I have, whoa, what is going on here? Space fades until it occupy, until uh, the depths of space occupy only a single wall in the chief's office. Uh, Zuman and Han glows brightly uh, deep, deep within that wall, but he, annoyance radiates off of him in waves. Oh, yeah, we're, we're kind of having a meeting. Uh, do, do you mind coming back? It is a little crowded. I, normally I would be happy to come back, but uh, uh, I, well, you're not going to believe it, but I've had a vision. Great. What? I know. You it's, know, it's. You're not even religious, I, are you? I mean, you're a half giant. What do you believe well, in? Being now, hang really on a second. tall? Hang on a second. What does that mean? Wow. Uh, I mean, I don't, that. Yeah, wow, Ellen, come on! Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I I just I I don't know much about about your culture. I I assume most of you worship the natural. Okay, okay. Look, he's a he's a person hey, with his own. Oh, keep making assumption. It make you look really good. Thank you, thank you, sir. I don't know uh, who you are, but I appreciate. It. Yeah, that's yeah pretend me not here. Pretend oh, me not well, here. Easy enough. I don't know who you are, so I'll just ignore you. Um. But yes, uh, uh, no, I've had a vision, and uh, I've never had a vision before. I don't even know any magic, but uh, it sort of came to me. Uh, moments ago, I was walking down the street, and I was struck. Uh, and I, I, I knew, I obviously know where the HQ is, so I, I got over here as quick as can be. Um, I didn't have, like, a crystal ball or anything, but uh, I had this little rock in my pocket. So I think, and he places down, a like, a smooth black pebble on the pedestal. Uh, I think this might do it, but... It, he looks around the extremely crowded room. It might be a, a little bit of a fit. I think you have to touch it. I think that's how it works. Is, is it okay to have a vision within a vision? Because we're kind of in, in, in the middle of space here. Silence! Zubin and Han says, I have restrained my powers to allow you to witness other lesser visions for the time being. But rest assured, it is my vision which is the most important and which you should pursue above all. But I don't like being... Preempted, so let's keep this brief. Oh, all right, zoom in. Okay. So Aaron puts a little pinky forward. Durango <laughs> and uh Finwick and Clara and the bald, pale, tall, thin seer, and the chief, and Aaron and Ilan and Bark and KB and I say Durango, Durango, and uh uh zooming in a tendril of light. Uh, emits from Zumanin's finger and it exits space and touches the the stone. Uh, this vision is different than the ones you just had, just a little bit. But you've, you're you're experienced enough to to, to recognize. Uh, you're in this sort of courtroom, although it's loftier and larger than the courtrooms in which your trials are held. Uh, sitting in one end of the room is a sun elf man with dark skin and bright yellow hair. He's wearing a very long, flowing robe, and the placard on his desk reads, Deputy Megastrate Iman Scowl. He is indeed scowling, and you turn to see a packed courtroom. Standing in defense is someone detectives recognize as Gillette, the most talented illusionist in the city. He's bound with enchanted silver manacles. And at that moment, the Deputy Megastrate sitting, uh, sitting at seat says, 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Gillette says, uh, the deputy magistrate just finished speaking, it looks like, but uh, Gillette speaks up. In conclusion, I can assure you, deputy magistrate, that my actions may have been illegal, but I did not violate my oath as hemi magistrate. Ivan Scowl's scowl deepens, and he says, your defense is recognized, but dismissed in its entirety. You are hereby stripped of your rank as a hemi-magistrate, and he bangs his gavel, and then looks awkwardly at his own chest. There's a arrow with red fletching sticking out from his robe. His scowl twists in confusion, and then he collapses backwards into his seat. His eyes roll backwards in his head. Everyone in the courtroom gasps or screams, and they all turn to the opposite end of the room. A figure standing there holding a bow and wearing a quiver of red-fletched arrows. It's a female high elf wearing the dress uniform of the high guard. She laughs, and as she does so, she shifts into an extremely recognizable minotaur. It's the chief. She does a 180-degree spin and rushes through a narrow side door, just as the sundial on the wall strikes nine. The vision ends, and you find yourself returned to the chief's office. Where the chief is standing there, flabbergasted, uh, is a fair estimate. She looks at all of you, and then she turns to look at the sundial on her office wall, and it says 9.30. And she turns back to look at all of you again. Well, chief, where have you been for the last yeah, half hour? Excuse me? Uh, now, <laughs> I have been in this office, Twilson, in... I do, I, obviously something is wrong, but I do, and then before she can finish speaking, the, the door opens once again, and two members of the Black Inquisition burst into the extremely crowded office. One Black Inquisitor holds we're, up a scroll and immediately We're, we're begins, having a meeting. Do, do you mind coming back? We're, I mean, it's really full in here with, with uh, his, his greatness uh, and, and all these other people. It's getting kind of right. The, the Inquisitor doesn't stop reading a spell from the scroll, and in a moment, all of your weapons turn to jelly. Uh, the other Inquisitor smiles. He's a half-orc. He's a half-orc holding a long, thin silver wand, and uh, a couple of you maybe recognize him as Roth Badman. Well, well, well. The chief officer of the High Guard. Not even attempting to flee, eh? That's a shame. I'd have loved to hunt you down. Roth waves to a silver wand, and a pair of manacles manifest on the chief's wrists. Those will keep you from shifting again, and in fact, will prevent you from any other magical or supernatural spells or abilities. Oh, and they'll also send out a signal to all other black inquisitors if you try to pull a runner. Uh, and as for you, he turns to uh, detectives Brownfeet, Bark, and Twilson. <clears throat> oh, he turns to KB Bloodcrusher first. I'm Inquisitor Roth Badman. And he turns back to the detectives. And it is my official duty and great personal pleasure to tell you that you are now all relieved of duty until such time as the charges against your chief officer are cleared or until a new chief officer is appointed. Ooh. His smile widens, and you can tell how much he enjoys saying this. And since she just killed the deputy magistrate, I'd bet that the new deputy magistrate will be abolishing this whole branch before the day is out. Uh, me have question. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, I know you? Yes, uh, me, me, KB Bloodcrusher. Uh, me just here to ride along wait, wait, wait. with Highguard. The KB Bloodcrusher? And he pulls out a tattered copy of uh, Shadow Magic and, and Bones. Ah! Like, KB ah, Bloodcrusher. Yes, yes. Uh, that, that me, if you, if you look on inside cover, 
you see portrait of me. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, me 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 have contract uh with with Crown uh to ride along with Highguard and if contract broken the uh, how me not good with legal dealings you would have to forfeit 50,000 gold to blood crusher uh well hang on a second uh, uh now uh, me me have this... standing contract with city uh did you go through the magistrate's office to get that contract yeah went through magistrate's office took months of work to get right along with high guard well i'll tell you what uh in that case, I'm going to make an official ruling that temporarily, for the duration of your contract, these three jokers are, are on temporary active duty under, under the dominion of the Black Inquisition, but not members thereof. So you're still high guard officers, but uh, you don't answer to your chief officer anymore. If anything, oh. you answer to me, I guess, which... Actually, I like this more and more as we go on. So, yeah, that's fine. Sure. Blood Crusher, yeah, you can, however long your contract is, for whatever uh, duration it's set, these uh, these jokers are contractually bound to uh, take you along with them. Mr. Badman, me appreciate that so much. Uh, me me really respect uh, all, all the work law enforcement does. Me so excited for learning opportunity. Hey, I, I, I do what I can. I'm a, I'm a big fan of your work, obviously. And, uh, you know, if you ever want to ride along with the Black Inquisition, just, just talk to me and we'll uh, probably won't be able to do me anything. Open, is very secret. Me open to that possibility. Me must speak with literary agent. Uh, great. And he hands you a, a business card with his uh, Twitter contact on it so you could uh, send, a, <laughs> send a twit bird to him if you needed to get a hold of him. Uh, yeah. I grab it and I put it in my little notebook that I've been penciling notes on. Great. Well, uh, I guess everybody else get out. This is, we're arresting this, this person. You all need to leave the room, please. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, but we're kind of in the, the middle of, of some, I mean, you, you can't sell Zoom and Enhance to leave the room. Right, Zoom and Enhance? Zoom Enhance has gone. Oh. He does not. <laughs> He does not mess with the Black Inquisition. I, I, I swear, uh, the other half of the you room was space just a second ago. Like Clara uh, and Finwick and the Bald Seer are, are are in the middle of leaving the room as well. Durango is still hanging out there, but uh, he's he's standing. He's put you between him and Roth. So, what if instead of all of us leaving, why don't you and the chief leave, and then we could just use the chief's office for a minute? Because we were kind of in the middle of of some. What feels like real important exposition? Technically, Badman, uh, and the chief speaks up, uh, if they are the only acting officers in the High Guard, this is their office. It's the office of the ranking uh, commander of the High Guard, and if I'm relieved of duty, they're technically, uh, all three of them are actually, I think Bark is the ranking officer? Yeah, yeah, we, um, that's a funny story. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't uh, know how that happened, but... It, it, signing his name on my reports uh, was, was just shorter because of his paw, and yeah. So he has the most experience, and yeah, he's actually a senior detective. While the other two of you were just detectives, so yeah. yeah. So actually, Bark is the she sighs and just Bark is your commanding officer. So uh, uh, and she walks out of the room, and uh, Roth uh, Roth looks at you, and then looks at Bark, and then rolls his eyes and sighs the heaviest, most exasperated, most aggravated sigh, and leaves the room. And as he and the other blackguard 
uh, a black inquisitor inquis black inquisitor leave your weapons return to their non-jellified states she could have non-jellified it when it was straight and not all bent up and before i took some bites out of it <laughs> oh ellen that's not good for your digestive system it was boysenberry it's yeah, now it smells, tastes like Sharpenberry. Oh. Uh, well. Kind of been a long morning. You guys want to get some coffee? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, and um, sure enough, as you step, uh, as you as you peek outside of the office, you see um, a, a maintenance person bringing a coffee, rolling a coffee maker up to the chief's office. Uh, just in here, uh, Officer Twilson, or the uh, big room. Yeah, There's a lot yeah, of people no. out here, so I didn't know if... Oh. Uh, Chief's office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. They roll it in and, and set it up, and uh, it takes just a moment before it's uh, bubbling and brewing some, some of that fine, fine java that you all crave so much. <sighs> and we Whoa. cut to this morning, because previously <laughs> there was no coffee maker in the High Guard station, but uh, someone has been hard at work uh, making sure that you guys have one. Uh... Aaron wakes up. It's dark. It's not even dawn yet. He's fully dressed, but not in his high guard uniform. And he's shaking just a little bit. He knows as soon as he puts on that uniform, he's got to go down to the station. And there's no coffee at the station. But he hears someone shouting from the open air market downstairs. Fish, get your fried fish. Or Here's fish lack substitutes. Another person <laughs> shouting from the open air market down outside of the bottom of his apartment. Distractions. Plot derailing distractions. Get anything that interrupts important exposition right here. I told you, you can't sell distractions when I'm selling fish. Get your own corner. I had this corner last week. I'll have it this week. My father fought for this corner in the war. Oh, that sounds like a plot that I can derail with one of my great distractions. Oh, I just I coffee takers, I can coffee makers. Wait a minute, I, I really want to know about I really want to know about the will they won't they between those two vendors. But pretty sure somebody just, oh is that coffee maker? Is that is that something else? I gotta go check it out. Uh. You you hustle downstairs and you see two um, increasingly angry vendors yelling at each other, and you see uh, a a woman packing up her stand, and there are no other market uh, no other merchants down here. Oh, hello, Miss. Uh, sorry, uh, I, I see you're ready to leave. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I hear you saying coffee makers? No, uh, well, yes, you did. Um, but yeah, you're just a few minutes late, actually. Uh, I just had a shipment that arrived, uh, five of them. Uh, but they just got bought. And you are uh, never in your life going to believe who just bought five coffee makers from me. Go on, guess. You're never going to guess. You're never going to believe it. Somebody just bought, bought five? They guess. took them away just now? Guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess. Which, guess you did it. You're never going to guess. Which way did they go? I don't want to guess. These uh, guys saw. Who, did you recognize him? She no, points at no, the other two vendors. interrupt. We're in the middle of a semantic argument about no. the meaning of distraction versus the importance yeah. of historical significance of, of breeding. Huzzah! And, uh, gotcha! Ah! Uh, Ah, that plot's derailed! Ah, how dare you! That was so subtle! Ah. Oh, I love those guys. They're totally going to get together. Uh, well, well anyway, I'm I know sorry. Yeah, who, who bought the coffee makers? I got it, was, it was Traguna Draxon. The, oh. the Traguna Draxon of the Draxon Five. 
what was she even doing here? Buying coffee makers. I don't know. I didn't ask. I was starstruck and she fans herself. Oh my God. Bless me. Which, which way did they go? Uh, that way. And you see, just as she points, you see a cart rounding the corner with something shiny on the end of it. But uh, it, it disappears around the corner just as you, <sighs> as you look. And we rejoin our detectives drinking coffee from a coffee maker that uh, Aaron has somehow acquired. It's good coffee. It's a, it's a fine, high-quality coffee maker, too. You know, this, uh, this is exactly what I needed to clear the fog, but the more the fog clears, the worse everything looks right now. Uh, Ilan, we are boned. It does look bad. All I can think is somebody must have used the, the, the gem from Grisachi to, to fake the visions. It seems to be a habit. People are screwing with the visions. I guess if you know that there's an all-seeing surveillance society that you're going to subvert it in some way. Well, there's, but, there's, there's that, um, that scroll that we lost, right? A couple of weeks back that, that, that could fake a vision to zoom and enhance. Yeah, yeah, but and, and there's there's a there's a missing gemstone that's that's made to do illusion magic, and and the the uh, the victor the 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 beneficiary of one of the killings was in fact a great a, one of the leading illusionists in town, right? Wait, me 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 confused. Me have question. Yeah, of course. Oh, oh hi. I sorry, I was pretending you weren't here. Primary. Oh, very good. Very good. Thanks. Primary deductive methodology appear to be interpretation of vision, but vision appear to be easily fabricated. Well, not not well, not until now. Easy is a is a rough word. Oh, that's more and more people are seeming to do it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it kind of it turned into a recurring theme. I don't know how that happened, but I, I really thought it was just kind of a one time thing, and and then it wasn't. That was weird. It's a, it's a lot like witnesses. They're very unreliable when they're under stress or somehow involved. And... Or when there's like six of them and they all saw different things at different crimes. Mm. Drango pipes up. I just want to say, when I was a high guard officer, you didn't have any of these faking visions. I didn't even know they could be faked. But uh, yeah, it uh, sounds terrible. Anyway. Uh, I'm gonna go. Bye. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. We, oh. we, we could, we, Durango. I mean, if if you're around, yeah. we could probably use the help. Just, what? I mean, what? Me? What do you say? Yeah. High guard officer again. Rolf. I'm Put sure. Put on a badge and a hat. I'm sure Bart Carry would a love Billy to. Club. Yes. Rolf. Yeah. In Think about it, law. Durango. One one more last adventure. It Rolf. could be your greatest yet, and. The famous author is here to turn it into a story. If it's oh, pre pretend me not here. Pretend me not here. Miss. A famous author isn't here who can turn it into a story. A story featuring me, Durango Broadbone. Yeah. Ah, do it. And he puts on a very small hat and pins a badge to his chest. <laughs> Were you carrying those? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he puts away a bag. <laughs> I was not. Oh, uh, well, great. W welcome to the force, rookie. What? Oh, uh, that's fair. Fair's fair. You've been out a while, Durango. You got to get back in the game. 
Hey, and I'm not the rookie on the squad now. Yeah, congratulations, Aaron. It's it's been a really gangbusters morning for you. I, uh, I guess. Other than the dissolution of the entire establishment for which you're working, of course. Right, and the murder of a bunch of people we know. That was well. Do we know that they're all actually dead? Well, the the the, the magistrate, the the deputy magistrate. We we didn't know him, right? But, but the deputy magistrate. No, nobody recognized. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. on scowl. Tommy but, death should be easily verifiable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the newspapers would be talking about it if Tommy Nofingers had died. I mean, I mean, you guys know all these people. You could presumably yeah. go but, check in on them. Do, do we still have his his Twitter number? We we could just send him a tweet and see. I, I think we should send out tweets to to all of them. That's a good idea. Uh, I don't really understand Twitter. It wasn't around when I was. Uh, That's you know, cool. We had to do a lot of legwork and Durango. Uh, yeah. We have to prove that the chief wasn't part of this the chief was was here the whole time this was happening so maybe there's something in in the chief's office or, or in her desk uh or a calendar that that shows that uh it gives her a, a solid alibi yeah why, why would be. you want to pin this on the chief just to get back at us for a conviction i will say when i was a detective we did occasionally go to the crime scene and investigate but you like know how six we do of those. These days. that's gonna take so much time well just, just i mean for well, uh, it's, I'm just the rookie. I don't really know procedures anymore. That's right, so Rook. you guys tell me what to do. Time uh, constraints, major consideration in homicide investigations. Well, Typically, with the Black yeah. Inquisition, I mean, given 24 hours to vanish the chief and she'll never be seen or heard from again. But you would be surprised how some seemingly minor cases turn out to have a really tight timeline. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't say like two hours. You, you describe you? several high-profile homicides and burglaries as small cases. Oh, this one's not a small case. No. Yeah, but but in the past we've we've had for some reason a lot of cases that have real short turn. We we have very mm. limited budget. Isn't that right, Chief? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Says the Chief, looking over spreadsheets and scowling at us angrily. And drooling <laughs> on spreadsheets. Ah. Uh. So, uh, yeah, you guys could send out Twitbirds, or you could go and talk least, to people. We'll, we'll find out if which of those crimes totally didn't happen. So we we, right. we send out Tweetbirds to the victims, asking, like, Dear sir or madam, are you still alive? Sincerely, the high guard. Pawprint of the chief. <laughs> um, so those go out, and you... Get one back from uh, Francine almost immediately. Uh, it says, which is amazing. Francine <laughs> doesn't do anything quickly. This one is the quick. It is quicker than you could imagine. Than you would have thought possible. That's you get a Twitbird back from Francine. Did they reassign uh, her Twitter number already? It says everything's fine. Uh, although I think I got a bruise from an overzealous delivery person this morning. Huh? It hurts. Ooze is all. It's pretty serious, though. I might have to visit the healer. So Francine's alive, but something happened to her. That's that's. You get one. Weird. Uh, you also get one back from Ammonetti after just a couple of minutes. That says, "Haha, everything's good at work. Talk to you guys later. Meet for coffee?" Question mark. Winky face. Okay, yeah, Ammon knows about the coffee machine. Uh, but he's also alive, so... Uh, what is happening? This is all, 
It's all a smoke screen. I but, 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 think but a lot of these visions are fake. Just as you say that, a twit bird lights on your finger. And it says, it, it's, the, the handwriting is uh, enormous. And uh, it's a very, it's a surprisingly large scroll. And it's very rudimentary. And it says, Tommy, okay. Him, tired, me hit with baguette. Not baguette. purpose. Love, chicken, golem. What is chick? What? What is that? What has been <laughs> to Tommy? No fingers. Is... <laughs> I, I well, he like... is his bodyguard now and model. I'm actually not sure what they're up to these <laughs> oh, days. Oh yeah, I, I that was my day off. I I forgot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Okay, oh. so it it looks like all of our supposed victims are still alive, alive but so the all the visions black... were fake. But the Black Inquisition certainly seemed to believe that the deputy magistrate is dead. Maybe the rest of these were distractions. Should, should uh, we... did, did you send a, tw a twit bird to the deputy to the office of the deputy magistrate? Nope. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Probably a wise decision. <laughs> Dear sir, madam, are you dead? <laughs> no. Nope. That would be construed as a threat. Yep. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Uh, well, I. I hate to say it, but I think it's time for us to go to court. What? Immediately, we have almost zero evidence gathered. <laughs> well, this is the evidence gathering part. <laughs> we need oh, to go to the, me the, understand. The courtroom was also mm. a crime scene. I yeah, I see the confusion. I'm so sorry. Well, I usually am much more clear about things. Should, should we? I mean, that's going to involve uh, the Black Inquisition and. And that that bad man, he's he's got kind of a scary name and outfit. Could 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 we go to the the scene of that of that jewelry theft first? We don't investigate many thefts. The other thefts this morning, yeah. on top of all these visions. Yeah, and that's that's the one that didn't come from a vision, so we know what actually happened. Oh, that's exciting. That's a good point, Ellen. Um, I guess I would prefer anything to running headfirst into the magistrate. So <laughs> yeah, and and. Certain authors who definitely aren't here would probably like to see us do some regular police work, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just another day for the high guard. Let's solve a crime. <laughs> you uh, arrive at the Church of Fashionology, uh, and you find Clara Caliano sitting anxiously um, in the sanctuary. And as you enter, she, she sees you, stands up and waves. Detectives! Detectives! Oh, oh and, hi! Uh, Mr. Blood Crusher, was it? Bone Smusher? Uh, yes, Blood Crusher. Uh, <sighs> check, check for me name on, on Board of Endowment. Uh, oh, no! Mm -hmm. KB Blood Crusher? The oh very same. I... But, but pretend, pretend me not here. Oh, yes, pretend yeah. me not here. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, yes, yes, yes. Aaron, Aaron leans into her and is like, he's writing about us. And, and maybe you. Do you think? Uh, oh my gosh! I don't know anything about his process. It's fascinating. Oh my gosh! I. She centers herself. Okay, no, it's fine. It's good. So, um, she she is walking up, taking you upstairs as she's or downstairs as she's telling you this. So usually we have uh, um, uh, overnight um, 
uh, occasionally overnight uh, fashion ceremony, um, a few times a week. Last night was not one, unfortunately. So the only person here was our uh, custodial, sorry, our custodial priest, uh, who says she didn't see uh, didn't see anything. But I'm gonna we'll go ahead and look at the vault first because it is atrocious, and I am furious. Uh, and you you come down the stairs to the vault, and it does indeed have a four foot hole uh, in it. Um, but the remaining of the rest of the enchanted steel glimmers with power. So wow, that is this where you guys do like your thing? I feel like last time we interacted, uh, there was a other certain officer here who I do not get along with and who I will not name. And I didn't really pay a lot of attention to your process. What, uh, do you, uh, you mean Shannon? No, I, that's... Officers. Thank you. Officers Literally, fun. I said I wasn't going to name it, but thank you for naming her. Great, you, perfect. You're welcome. Yeah, we, we remember Shannon's name. She's real nice. You you, you guys know each other, right? I, I, I remember that. Yes, we know each other. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's cool. I don't, so do you, I don't really know a lot about Shannon. Yeah, uh, I guess you weren't here last time. Uh, officer, I it wasn't you. There were a couple other folks here, but yeah, uh, you well, most of us were shorter. Yeah, it's it's no, it was it was it was a fun time, right? You you guys got to reminisce about your past and no, and... I wouldn't think it was fun. Uh, it was a very traumatic day for me, actually, extremely traumatic. How do you not remember how traumatic it was? Well, Whatever, we got to rest your mom. Right now. That was great. No, nope, we're not going to get into it right now. No, I'm not going to oh. get into it right now. Oh, what really? can I do? She she steps Sorry. to the side and like indicates the vault with the yeah. giant hole in it that housed their most precious and right. sacred relic that's now gone. Right. Maybe Can we I should look for some be of help? clues. Yeah. Uh, so Aaron steps into the vault and asks over his shoulder, uh, so was was there anything else missing? Is it is it just the jewel of Gersachi? Just the pendant of Gersachi. You've done a full inventory and nothing else is missing. And you can see there are some extremely expensive bolts of fabric. There's enchanted uh, fabric. There's like literally gold and platinum in there in piles. And you see like very neat organized stacks of gold and platinum coins in those little plastic dividers. You uh, seem familiar with stock of vault. Uh, what properties of stolen amulet? Oh, the pendant of Garsachi. It is the most powerful illusory uh, relic in the city, I believe. It's in the, it's in the, it's in like the brochure. Um, I don't have them, they're upstairs, but I think it says it's the most powerful illusory amulet in the city. Um, we generally use it in ceremonial shows where we do Lan Arcanum's, steps, uh, Lan Arcanum's next top model. We use it for the big show. Well, we even use it in some of our smaller fashion ceremonies. It just sort of sets a tone and it's sort of like a, sort of like a focus for all the holy energies um, that we in the Church of Fashionology rely on to... So to Center ourselves. So, if it sets a tone, uh, can you think of any criminal activities that would directly benefit from tone setting? Um, maybe like a themed bank robbery. Hmm, we haven't heard any or of like, those. Like one of those murder mysteries that you go to and you pretend like it's a different time period and everybody gets to wear costumes. Oh, and like I love there's those. like dinner. So maybe like one of those also. So, do, do you think this the, the, the sort of illusory magic that this artifact is capable of, do, do you think it could make somebody look like a minotaur? Oh, definitely. This is an extremely powerful amulet. Could, could it also fool, say, other mages? Like, uh, say, the, the head of the city's illusory magic college? 
or um, also the Black Inquisitors? It's a powerful illusion. It's a powerful illusory pendant. It could probably fool anybody, but it depends. The person wielding it would have to actually have the spells. Like, would have to actually know the spells. It's really more of a power conduit. Mm. You sort of craft the spells that you want, and then it powers them, like, through you. So whoever was using it would have to, like, know the spell they wanted to use in order to, to use the pendant. Oh, yeah. That, that, okay, okay, all right. Um, so I guess this also looks like a spell. Aaron, do you know anything about this hole in, in the, the vault here? Yeah, Aaron. Let's find do out you, if Aaron knows anything about this hole in the vault. Arcana or investigation anything about that hole? Uh, Aaron is going to investigate as hard as he can. That's... And it's not going to be very good. Oh. He is going to roll a total of eight. Yeah, that is not very good. In fact, uh, Scott, why don't you mark us up a failure on the scales of justice? That's one. Uh, can Blood Crusher attempt a uh, Arcana roll? He does have Arcana. That. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> of course, Blood Crusher's trained in the arcane arts. Mm -hmm. Okay, Blood Crusher did not roll super wonderful. Uh, he just got 13. Oh, good enough. Um, so so Aaron is up looking at the 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 vault and, and like really looking at it and he just he clearly stumped and a KB just comes up instantly analyzes it and uh and KB you know that it is uh that this was almost certainly created by a magical ring called Vulcan. Mm. So feel free to pass that information along if you would like. Mm. Ah, this looked like work of Vulcan ring. Wait I know that ring. That I have emotional feelings about that ring that I don't want to get into right now. Yeah, wasn't that part of a previous case? There was yeah. it was stolen yeah. by other. Durango pops in. I know cases usually so complex and like uh, there's a lot of threads being tied up today, and it you're, seems you're uncommon. Me. That's, I don't remember it being so complicated. It's almost like someone who could read our thoughts and psychically communicate to us has tailored some sort of torturous experience to make us think all these people we'd met in all these cases had died and wanted to distract us with, with people we know to get us away from the real mystery, which is... That's preposterous. Friendship. The real mystery friendship. Oh, so let's, that's so great, go, KB. That's deep. Let's go arrest friendship. Uh, what? Isn't that Wait what we were getting at? The the mystery. There's a perpetrator here. This this mystery isn't isn't victimless. Oh yeah. Somebody died, and the chief is going to jail and and black inquisition jail, which probably just means dead. And I think it's worse than that. I think we've got to go check out. Uh, the magistrate. Uh, Ellen, did you wanna did you wanna take a look around the area, or are you gonna are we all you're all headed off to the deputy the court of the deputy magistrate? Yes, Ellen would like to head around the area, investigate a little bit, just a touch, That'll just a tad. Um, That'll do it. Uh, but of course, she's not gonna use investigation because she's awful at that. How about perception? Uh nope, she's bad at that too. Uh, her <laughs> <Well>. goal. <laughs> Is to uh, find somebody, uh, maybe huh. a lower level acolyte who she remembers from a previous uh, encounter. Somebody who was was uh, you know sharp and sort of naive, like, oh hey, remember me? I'm I'm Ellen. I'm, I'm you Ellen. don't 
you don't find that person oh. um, because the church the, the the church is very busy. But you do find uh, the custodial priest who was uh, present last night. Um, she seems a little flustered, but um, she's busy renewing all the wards uh, in the like that's her job. She renews the ward, so she's extremely um, pro- proficient in like divine magic. So, so she's renewing the ward. I, I didn't know uh, the church needed a warden. That's interesting. Uh, no, I'm not a warden. I'm a custodial priest. It's a but but, but the gender's closet's over there, and and you're you said you were renewing wards. Oh, you think I'm a custodian? Yeah. No, I'm a no? custodial priest. I don't. Uh, I'm actually. Does does that like, mean that that you like the... adopted the church? Mm, no, I um... custodial. No, you are extremely wrong. Are you? Is that a you're a, are you a officer of the high guard? Yeah, that's what that badge yeah, says. Yeah, well, that's, I'm that's a what, little that's concerned. What the badge says. Yeah, yeah. We we brought the chief with us. <laughs> okay, this is a crazy person. No, no, um, really. I um look. I just, is so so we're investigating the hole in your safe, and I was wondering uh maybe maybe if if you saw anybody make a hole in the safe. No, I definitely did not see anything. Nothing. I didn't see any. Thing she's lying through her teeth. Oh, okay. I don't need an insight roll on that. Awesome. No, you do not. So, but you're gonna need some kind of roll to get her to talk. Um, funny persuasion thing about. I'm really hoping to use insight hint. to to get her to hint to me. It's it's the skill I got. Rangers don't, don't have you, so many you, skills. All right. Yeah. Fine. Why don't you talk? Why don't you talk her? Why don't yeah, you yeah, talk yeah. her? Yep. Talk to her and then see if you can like trip her up with insight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We'll go with that. So, uh, yeah, so, so you didn't see anything at all. That's, that's really, I didn't see anything and there was no, I didn't see a thing. Wow. Well, gosh, that's kind of too bad because I've, I've heard that the church is really excited for anybody to, to see anything and and they're excited for them to report it. And and we, of course, the high guard are excited to report it. The chief's excited for them to report it. (laughs) But, uh. You know, we'll, we'll just have to go back empty-handed. Well, uh, now, wait, hold and... on. Like, don't spread this around. Don't spread this around. Yeah? I did I did hear a voice last night. Oh. Like, the, don't look at me like I'm a crazy like, person. Like, like a really you just called pitched... your dog your chief. So hang on a second. Like a really high-pitched voice? Like squeaky? No, like a kind of a, no, like kind of a deep voice. Like melodious. Uh-huh. Like divine, I felt like. Was, it was, was definitely like an angel. Was was it echoing in the room or was it just in your head? No, it was like it was like divine. It was like in my head. It was like a divine, like angel voice, and it told me to go to the garden. And I went to the garden, and I had like a thing. What do you call those things? Like a religious thing happens to a you. A vision. An epiphany, not oh. a vision. Like a a moment. Oh. I I actually blacked out. Uh, oh. But oh, from being overwhelmed, I think is what happened. I was like, oh, I, I yeah. kind of like, I sort of felt like I was divinely. Yeah. There was like a funny smell, and mm-hmm. I sort of felt divinely inspired, and I definitely passed out. So I, but it was definitely like an, an angelic encounter. I uh, definitely, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's already in my dream journal. That's that's incredible. So so that's that's wonderful. I'm sure the the temple will be excited to hear about that. And and, and you know, we we at the High Guard are always into uh, spiritual experiences. Could could you describe this voice a little more in detail to me? And and Ilan tries to duplicate the voice of of um what's his name who's been talking to yeah. us in our heads? Vata Bosek. Vata Bosek. Yes, dude. 
Yeah, you, uh, oh my gosh, have you heard the same voice? Like, uh, 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 maybe the chief can do it. No, it didn't sound like that. It was oh. kind of a deep, kind oh. of a deep, like, excuse me, sir, you look like, could you say something? You look like you have like a big chest and like you, you, you Who, look like. me? Oh, yeah, it was really like that, but a little, a little, like. Something? Britigier. You know that British accent? Those guys from like across the pond. Oh, kind of like Britage. that. Over, over yeah, the British Bridge. Yeah. Yes, over the British Bridge. Those I guys. It's across the pond. That yeah, accent means so many different things. Do you mean like a posh British person? Kind of a posh. Yeah, it was like it's like a posh, like an angel is posh, definitely. Like angels are definitely posh. They're not like Liverpudian. That'd be silly. Then did he sound something like this? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I love it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Glad I could help. I'll be going on my way now. Thanks, stranger. <laughs> you should join the Church of Fashionology. We'd love to have you by. So, uh, yeah, so it sounded like that. that that's good to know. And um, uh, about what time was this? Uh, it was last night. About, about what time was that? <laughs> uh, it was between sundown uh, and sunup. It was between sundown and sunup. It was probably midnight. It was really dark. There was no one else in the church. It was just me. Or in the temple. It was just me. Okay. Well, well, thank you very much for your time. I sure appreciate it. Yeah, of course. You're definitely crazy. But maybe you might accidentally like say something to the high guard and they'll hear you. And then they'll be able to solve the case. You so it happens a lot. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives again next time for the thrilling conclusion of... Dead Ringer. Same RPG time. Same RPG Academy. Scott Brown can be found on Twitter at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey Copeland can be found on Twitter at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Marty McGuire can be found on Twitter at Schmarty. James D'Amato can be found on Twitter at OneShotRPG. And Andrew J. Young can be found on Twitter at ThatOneGM. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review on our iTunes page, which helps other listeners find the show. Thanks.